Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Good morning. What language can... Oh, I like this. I love the in Korea when they go, Annyeonghaseyo. I like that. So I greet you in English and I greet you in Korean for all my Korean friends. And Jin Dobre, that's Polish. I gotta learn more languages, more complex too, because I'm repeating myself a lot. I know you're probably getting tired of it, but it's an interesting way to start the day, greeting you as we're reading through Second Peter. By the way, next week, the end of this week, I'm gonna be giving you what book we cover next, what part of the Bible we're gonna study together. I'm going to keep doing it unless you all just like write me and poison pen letters and go, stop it, stop it. No, I'm going to keep going. I hope it's a blessing. Seriously, I hope it's a blessing. Oh, now we're at the crux of Second Peter now in another sense. He's talking about the scoffers and mockers that are definitely going to come. We're going to mock religion, mock Christianity, mock Jesus, scoff at the promises of God, judgment, of the ungodly, no God is love, everybody's just gonna go to heaven and all that. You know that teaching, right? No, there'll be a separation according to Jesus and the word of God here. Remember, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Second Peter 3, verse 9. Listen. The Lord, the creator of the universe, is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness, because it doesn't happen in our time frame, because there's what we call a delay. People think, wow, God is slow. God, you know, doesn't he see what's going on? Haven't you ever felt that when things are so wicked now around us? When I hear what they're doing to children in schools, drag queens teaching classes to innocent children, messing with their sexual identity. You know, the, the, I read in a paper about the recent Grammy Awards where it, it dabbled into satanic worship or holding up Satan as like, see, we're going to ground it in your face. We're mocking your God, your Jesus. Like, see the horns? We're, we're into the Satan. And you come sometimes say, like, where are you, God? Like, how long are you going to put up with this? Here comes the answer. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you. This is humankind. Not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. I mean, how patient and loving is God? We know that when Jesus was being crucified, he prayed for the people who were crucifying him. I mean, that's patience. Talk about long-suffering. You know, both the thieves were mocking him. Did you know that? Both the thieves were at first. Then suddenly, one saw the light and realized, this is no ordinary man. And you remember he addressed him, please remember me when you come into your kingdom. The Lord didn't say, hey, hey, you're just mocking me like five minutes ago? No. He didn't say a word to either one of them to condemn them, waiting. And one came around. Patience. You know why I'm sitting in front of you today? The patience of God. 
the mercy of God, the long-suffering of God. How about you? How patient, how long-suffering, how long did God wait for you to come around, for me to come around and say, Lord, I believe. Mm, the Lord is patient. Notice here, not wanting anyone to perish. Not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. You know, there's a school of theological thought that has some good parts to it, but one of the parts that is really, to me, just very strange is Christ didn't die for everyone. He just has his elect. That's the only people he died for. And he didn't love everyone, and he's not going to save everyone. He's only saving the ones he already elected, and that's it. So don't go saying God loves you and has a plan for your life. You can't say that. Why do they say that? Because if you say to someone who rejects Christ, God loves you and has a plan for your life, you're telling me that God wants to do something, and some little human being can say to Almighty God, no, no thanks. I want my sin. That does despite to the glory of God. So I don't want to get into a long discussion of that. But what are you going to do with that verse? What are, you going to, what are we going to do with this verse? I love this verse. He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish. Now they'll say, people who advocate that, no, he doesn't want anyone of the elect to perish. But that makes no sense. If they're elect, they're elect. But everyone, this is what he wants, doesn't want anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Everyone. You know what everyone means? Everyone. Your daughter, your son, your relatives, your co-workers. Can't we be extensions, arms, and hands extended as we are of his body? Can't we live out his heart and be looking constantly and praying constantly, looking for ways we can share the gospel? He wants everyone to perish. The people mocking him today, the people, those people at the Grammys who were uh, making a big thing about Satan, he wants them to come to repentance. That is not in me, naturally. I want to blow the whole thing up. People disagree with us. People with terrible political positions, which are anti-God, anti-life, anti-everything, anti-love, anti-acceptance of people who are other. He sees all of that, and he doesn't just react and say, you're gone. No, he waits. He's patient. Here's a solemn note to end on. I hope you've come to repentance. You know what repentance is? You're heading in one direction, serving yourself and sin and the world, the flesh, and the devil in some form or another. And then you pivot and go 180 the other way. You turn your back on the old life and you turn to Christ and you trust in what he did on the cross and his resurrection and the blood that was shed for you. And you repent of your sins, you confess them, you turn from them. You don't try to have your sin and Jesus, that doesn't work. He wants everybody to come to repentance. Lord, help us and use us even today to call someone in love to repentance, to turn to Jesus as we have turned. And what a wonderful Savior you are. Thank you for your patience and your mercy with me and all my friends. In Christ's name, amen. See you on Monday. Thank you.